Hello, welcome back to another episode of All Bases Covered, the podcast helping you navigate the beauty industry and cut through the bullshit. Hello. Hello. We're in full prep mode. I'm marinating in tan. I've just had my nails done. Alex just done her toenails. And I'm also, no, I'm not marinating in tan. I did first layer last night, knowing that I wouldn't probably be fucked tonight after recording. Mm Mm-hmm. Second but you wouldn't tonight. be or you would be? No, I can't be fucked doing it tonight. Oh, yes. Yeah. And I pre-washed my hair yesterday so that I can wash my hair Saturday morning so that I can curl it and style it Saturday morning. I'm so ready for your hands. You can wash your hair same day. I have to because I, I just turn into a grease ball too quickly. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm having the dilemma. I think Friday morning for a Saturday. <sighs> and we're both like very heavy breathed because oh, yes. Lisa fed us... A salad with beef and chimichurri, which was like basically giving us a salad with garlic and yeah. meat. And we're both apologies for the reflux that you can probably hear. Yeah, you can hear it bubbling in the back of our throats. <laughs> oh, you can taste it. <laughs> we're coming at you after. That's been a nice week, hasn't it? I mean, are we've... you kidding me? I've had a mildly traumatic week where I think I almost died five times. <sighs> but if you're feeling great. <laughs> Well, I've had the excitement of my hens coming up, so I'm like, okay. That's added I'm trying to, to my be positive. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're probably like, fuck this shit. And I'm like, oh my God, I have a day off, and then I have my hens, and then I have another day off. I've got nothing on. Alex had to talk me out of taking a job like two hours before I was supposed to be at my hens. She's such a fucking idiot. I, she's like, can I do someone's makeup? Like it. 12 o'clock when I don't have to be there till four, do I? And I was like, absolutely not. If she's in a foul mood, mm, she she'll be. send you. Not the way I've, not the way I charm them. <laughs> nah, because you'll be like, oh, I've been standing on my feet for hours and I'm no, tired and I need to sit it's down. The standing. And, yeah. You're right. I need to rest my pelvis for at least 36 hours prior. Yeah. Cause you're going to be standing all, all night, baby. I can feel the all ache. All night long. All, all night. night. Anyway, um, this has happened by the time – I'm probably still vomiting by the time you're listening to this. Even if you're listening to it a week late, probably still vomiting. Send us a DM today just to check in on Lisa and make sure she's alive, please. I'm deceased. I am deceased. I already know the pelvis. The pelvic pain comes out when I drink. It throbs in my pelvic girdle. I will be vomiting. I will um, – if I move slightly in the night, my legs will choose to cramp mm. vigorously. And I will uh, be itchy all over, hair and scalp. And skin. Thank goodness there's ample time between your hands and your wedding for you to recover from all of your ailments. Oh, almost not enough. Not enough time between your hands and Christmas, to be honest. To add to the excitement of the first part of this podcast, the day after you're listening to this episode is my birthday. And in true Sagittarius style, I need to tell you all and you all need to wish me happy birthday on Tuesday. I stole your birthday weekend. Sorry. Oh, that's fine. You planned it. Yeah, also I took Monday off today. I took today off. So you can DM me too and check in on how I am. That's fun. Mm. Oh, Monday's 32 degrees too. Ugh, living it up. Oh my God, amazing. Everybody's living it up. Mm -mm -mm. (laughs) Oh my God, so excited. I'm really ready for your hens, as you can tell. Yeah. Shit, I need to prepare a playlist. Exhausting. I can help collaborate if you'd like. Perfect. Uh, In my traumatic news for Mm. this week... I almost bought a house. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry. I forgot about this. And then I didn't. Uh, she's not even talking like she was interested in a house. As in, like, the buyers wanted her. She placed a bid. It was the house. I had the gut feeling. We all had the gut feeling. Oh, my God. I was like, really hard. she's got the land. She's got the house. I had the garden. They had the veggie patch. Oh, my God. She was only a quick 17-minute drive away. 
Yeah, it didn't happen, guys. Oh, it fell through. And now I also found it's out, tainted all the other houses to come. Yep, and I found out in the same week that we planned to sell our house, my neighbours behind <sighs> us are selling their house, which is just such a douchebag move uh, yeah. by them. So yeah. that sent me right off this week. Then she found a suspicious freckle, which has sent her spiralling in. Don't worry, she's getting it checked. Yeah, mole under my foot, freckle under my foot. So let this be your reminder to get your skin checked now yes. that we're going into summer, please. Yeah, every two years. I always thought it was every year and the doctor was like, you're being a bit overcautious here. <laughs> Why is it that I hear that every time someone goes to get a skin check because they're scared, the doctor says, like, calm down. I know. Well, I'm sorry. We've all been trained to believe that yes. we need to be overly cautious, as we should be. I think so, too. Yeah. Anyway, this, yeah, I was sure, Adrian was sure it was a blood blister, but, like, we're going on a week now, and she's still looking freckly. Brown and freckly. Uh, speaking of. Oh, your, your look torso's my, looking so look brown little, and toned. Look at my arm. Now, that is all of our prep. We've talked tans, we've talked nails, we've talked houses, we've talked freckles. Wait, we have one other thing that we need to say, which is a very big thank you to our listener, Shah. <gasps> oh. This was the highlight of my week. It honestly was the only thing that saved me from the brink of extinction, my mm. own personal extinction. Mm-hmm. Shy was really generous and sent us a really lovely Christmas gift, Belisa and I. Which was in the form of a donation, which was just so lovely. Yeah. it. I think you guys have been really nice to us this last week and it hasn't gone unnoticed. Oh, no. So everyone who sent us a nice DM... Everyone who's told us that they bought their Christmas present yeah. that we recommended. I feel like you're all in the spirit of being cheery and kind to Lisa and Alex. Or maybe you're buttering us up because you wanted to win a giveaway gift. <laughs> we see you. Yeah. But thank you. It's um, really capped off this year on a nice note. I know. People are, like, reflecting. And don't you think this year more people are doing Christmas lights? Like, people are festive this year. It's, like, time to celebrate. Mm. Bit yeah. of community spirit. Yeah. All right, should we move into beauty news? Big news week. Uh, that's the tea on that. First piece of beauty news, I laughed because you write, you wrote, Shanexo is engaged. And then I was like, seven years late. No, she's having a baby. She's having idiot. a baby. She's pregnant. Same shit. It's all the same things. Ha 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 ha. She's having a baby. So exciting. I watched the pregnancy announcement video. Like, so did I. Yeah, yeah. Go on. Well, she said that she didn't – Lisa gave me blank, doe-eyed stare then. She said that she didn't surprise Hamish with, like in any kind of particular way. She just mm-hmm. put it in a bag, like the pregnancy test in a bag because he was away. And she took the test and didn't film it or anything like that, which is so real of her. And I love that she still can have her own mm-hmm. moments. moments. Yeah. She's not like a typical YouTuber like that. And she said she took a test because she didn't think that she was going to be pregnant. And then she was like, oh, yeah, hang on a minute. And then took another two and then was very much like, oh, yes, I am pregnant. Mm. I am with Bebe. So exciting. And I liked, we've said before, but I really appreciated her openness about everything. And in that video, she was very, she's like, my nipples, (laughs) they are on fire. Yeah. And she was like, they're more long than usual she said (laughs) and she just went into a lot of detail so if you are interested in um having a baby or if you just like hearing people talk about like um pregnancy a very in-depth informative video which i like yeah she was like my discharge was unusual yes (laughs) she's like normal but unusual (laughs) heavy no she was like heavy normal but heavy yes (laughs) like thank you for that that must be what listeners feel like when i'm like and then my asshole fell out (laughs) Similarly, yeah. I think so. 
Um, in similar influence and news. <laughs> Not similar, really, but yeah. Oh, my God. Horrible news. Yeah. Jen Atkins' dog was killed by a coyote. When did this happen? Like two weeks ago. Horrible. That's really sad. Probably that stuff happens in LA. I did hear Katie say once that they have a bit of a coyote problem around their house as well. Yes. It's crazy. And then to flip it, her response was to raise money for the shelter that she adopted her from. And she raised over $80,000 at the time that I checked, which was a week ago. That's really sweet of her. I adore Jen Atkin. And then speaking of Jen Jen Atkin news, this week... Procter & Gamble acquired Way, which is Jen Atkins' hair brand. Yeah. So she's going to remain as the chief creative officer and the CEO who's currently in place at Way will remain the CEO as well. And then apparently they keep, they're keeping the exact whole team. And she said the reason that she wanted to do it and to, you know, be bought out, I guess, by Procter & Gamble was so that they can expand Way as a brand, mm-hmm. which I think is great. Uh, apparently, they didn't say how much that it um, was bought for. Mm. But this article I read said that Way was estimated to have earned $50 million this year in sales. And I just thought, that doesn't seem like very much at all. We all know. I I don't understand numbers. For a brand that's in Sephora, like $50 million, that's only 10 Turak houses, five Turak houses, you know? If they're $10 million each, Mm. that's five Turak homes. That doesn't seem like enough for a brand to earn in a year. I was thinking this in terms of um, selling Sunset. Yes, dude. When they say the houses are like $2 million and I'm like, uh, is that incorrect? Well. I'm like, so is the house around the corner with the meth dealer in it. Like what? <laughs> yeah. Some of them, well, some of them, so they, they were in Miami, weren't they? Those I don't $2 know. $2 million ones, yeah. I don't understand money or Oh, no, I was going to say property. I do understand property, mm. but I don't understand money. Mm. Very unfortunate um, deficit to have. For someone How? who loves to spend it so much, do not understand. How? How are those whopper houses too? Like, is Melbourne that fucked? Yeah. It's just that Melbourne's fucked. Yes. Wow. That one was on the beach too in Selling Sunset. That $2 yeah. million one, I remember. Crazy. Yeah. Anyway, that seems strange. And then they said the sales could top $80 million in 2022. Anyway. What really do you just- do? Eight direct houses. Yeah, it doesn't seem that much. Next up in beauty news, speaking of acquisitions, really, really flowed this quite nicely this I week. I know, really have. Uh, L'Oreal have acquired Youth to the People, which is a very quick acquisition of this, you know, cult indie, quote unquote indie brand mm. to be swept up by L'Oreal. They've only been around since 2015. Mm. So that's what, a mere six years of life of which two were during a pandemic. An interesting choice yeah and everyone's got their knickers in a knot because i guess not gonna be cruelty free anymore and i'm just like i know some people don't even like parent companies but it's sort of it's beneficial to the brand because that means that they've got more money to be like sustainably packaged and all of this stuff and that's it uh, and also by indicating to a company who owns multiple brands that you're choosing to spend your money with the brand who's cruelty free that's an indication to them that that's the way of the future and the way that people want to spend their money. So the only way that they'll get that information is by having these brands under their portfolio, which to me makes sense. But I, yes, I do see that there are people who, you know, don't want to support the man. I know, but if you're going to go that far back into things, like it's just exhausting. Every ingredient is probably at some point along the line has been tested on an animal. I I know that's the thing. 
So yeah, it'll be interesting to see where youth of the people grow to and whether they still have that. Like they, I feel like part of their identity is that they're an indie brand mm-hmm. and whether they'll still cling on to that now that they're owned by L'Oreal, I'm not sure. Mm. Speaking of indie brands that have been acquired by big organizations. Oh, she's really clutching at straws for the segues here. Go on. Hourglass, vegan indie brand acquired by Unilever in, I don't know, three years ago, mm. have had a lawsuit. Well, Mecca has had a lawsuit against Hourglass. Now, you have the details of this. I'm going to tell you what I know. Okay. I heard the whispers that there was a breach of contract because Mecca has exclusivity for Hourglass in Australia. However, Hourglass was selling to Australia with, you know, free shipping and no tax at checkout, etc. Therefore, undermining the fact that Mecca is exclusive. If you shop any other brand, even if it's on a retailer sometimes, they do not let you buy it. Sometimes you'll be able to put it in your cart and then it will say doesn't ship to Australia. Or if you go on a lot of companies' websites, like I believe perhaps Toucher, let's say, mm. or NARS, it will direct you to mm. the Mecca website from there. Yeah. So it all started – you're right. You're exactly right. It all started because during lockdown of year before – not this year, last 2020. year. Yeah. Mecca stopped distributing Hourglass as per Hourglass's thoughts because they had to shut down retail sales due to COVID because we were in lockdown. So Hourglass said, hey, Mecca, you have one job and that's to sell my products and you're not selling my products. So The therefore, online store was still shipping though. Well, Sorry. they said Mecca had not been able to distribute cosmetics for 28 days due to the COVID-19 pandemic and subsequent government orders, which immediately terminated the deal, according to Carissa Jane's letter to Mecca. Goodness. Yes. So that she said was, it was in May 2020, there's the actual date, that... Mecca breached their contract and therefore Carissa Jane I mean, said we're Mecca kept. breached it? Good God, it was a government mandate. Yes, so they said that they would be cancelling their distribution contract with Mecca because of that. Sounds like they had been clutching at straws to get out of there. It does, doesn't it? Because, yeah. yes, then Mecca were like, Joe Hogan was like, oh, bitch. Part you, on. You want to play with fire? Mm-hmm. You're about to get burned. And then she, yes, went back to them and said, well, you started selling into Australia, so that means actually you're breaching your <laughs> contract. So orcs to be you. And then Joe Hawken won. Joe, 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 <laughs> Joe, Joe. Amazing. How interesting. But also horrible because Hourglass and Mecca have the most symbiotic, beautiful relationship. And I cannot imagine how awkward this is. Oh my God, so unfortunate. I've had so many trainings with Carissa. Yeah. So intimate. She loves Hourglass. The brands align really well. And like now that's just nasty. Yes. So Hourglass was ordered to pay Mecca's costs of the legal fees yeah as well as they've both been ordered to embark on mediation discussions which now just feels like it's like let's sit down and talk about what happened oh my god how uncomfortable yes so that's that on that very i like that bit of spicy legal tea absolutely speaking of mecca we should touch on the fact that they have announced this week that they are opening the largest retail store in australia Right here at home in Melbourne. Hell yeah. David Jones Men's Building. Yes, in 2023. Which is good because what the fuck is in that building? There's about two Ralph Lauren shirts and like (laughs) a pair of ugly shoes. 
And didn't they have the food hall in there at some point? I don't even know if that's there anymore. Maybe. R.I.P. So it's going to be... Sorry, mm. apparently all David Jones food halls are closing down. I keep seeing that. That was like last year's news. But yeah, it's kind of the only thing I want from a David Jones. They said that David Jones petrol stations were closing down too, and they haven't yet because there's still one around the corner from me. Yeah. Hmm. Apparently the Burke Street Mall store is going to be 3,000 square metres. Tell us in house terms how much that is. About eight to row houses. <laughs> Three thousand. Wait, how how many? Three thousand square meters. But I never understand. Is square meters the same as meters squared? I have, and no I don't idea. think it is. So three thousand square meters, if it's the same as meters squared, mm-hmm. I believe is about three quarters of an acre. But I think square meters and meters squared are different. Three thousand square meters is about one soccer field. That was exactly what I needed from Perfect. the internet. Thank you, internet. Thank you, Google, for doing this for me. That's fun. A soccer field, but is it that all put together or is it about a quarter of a soccer field and it's multiple layers? It's only two levels. Okay. So it's half, half, half a soccer field each layer. This seems pretty decent. Yeah. Apparently, all of the details are under wraps, but there's going to be never-before-seen experiences. Mm. What could that be? Don't know. Pop-ups and huge brands, obviously, which we already know. <laughs> Apparently, it's a thousand square meters larger than the one in Sydney. So if that, if anyone's been to the Sydney one, imagine a third of a soccer field on top of that. Goodness gracious! I'm sure. I'm going to put this out in the world that we, with our connections, with all of our Mecca friends, can totally pluck a tiny bit of information from each of them, leak it on here, and no one will know. I was hoping that you were going to say that we could help them unveil it or something. Oh, I'll cut the ribbon. Don't worry, Joe. <laughs> you don't need. Hold my bag. Yes, you don't need you, you Joe. You Good. don't need you, no, Joe. <laughs> oh, Vive Gondola, also this week. Speaking of new gondolas. <laughs> In department stores. Yeah. So where is the Vive Gondola? Is it in... Harrods. Oh, it's in Harrods. Because I kept... I watched that three that part of her video three times. She actually was not specifying which store she was in when she was in it. And yeah, I was like, where... Oh, okay. At the right at the beginning. Yeah. But yeah. then when she was in it, I kept... She didn't say. And yeah. I was thinking it might have perhaps been Flannels. Oh. Flannels because she's the ambassador. Yeah. Anyway, so it was at Liberty. No, Harrods. Harrods. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Good to know. Your brain really um, computed that. Well, I was just sharing the Liberty advent calendar and just said uh, Liberty, yeah. She also said it's permanent, so it's not a pop-up gondola. Yeah. It's officially their home. And if she's got those gondolas made, yeah, surely she'll she be... needs to just, oh, my God, I wonder if Mecca would get it. Could you imagine? I mean, 2023, she, they could definitely secure her by then. That's a whole other year and, yeah. and probably more. It's not going to open in January 2023. That would be so cool. Although mm. sometimes I like like having to source brands. It makes it more exciting. Yeah, I do agree with that. And it's not that hard to ship Vive to Australia through Cult Beauty. No, it's not at all. But no. yeah. And second last piece of beauty news. Everyone has not been talking about this, but I watched the Vogue interview with Billie Eilish, the one that they do every single year. Mm-hmm. And... In this year's one, first of all, it's nice seeing her reflect on herself every year. And this year she got to reflect on herself and she sort of was like that poor girl. Look at how sad she was. You could see in her eyes that she was going through a really hard time. Mm -hmm. And she sort of speaks about how she was afraid of going out in public because she didn't want to be noticed and things like that. So she just chose not to. And now she's learned like different ways of going about that. 
Anyway, right at the end of the video, she said that she is launching a fragrance and that mm. she's very excited about that. And I thought, great, another celebrity fragrance. Mm. Can't wait. But, yeah, I don't know. That's all I had to say. Just thought it was curious that she's launching a fragrance. Doesn't seem very Billy, mm. but maybe it will be very cool. Bit Britney Spears curious. <laughs> and the final piece of beauty news this week is not so much beauty news as it is world news. Mm. I did think that this said Panatoni of the Year. Oh, well, that would make sense around this time. <laughs> the Pantone Colour of the Year for 2022 has been announced. Yes. It's called Very Perry. Perry. Oh, it's Periwinkle. Yes. So. It's like a psychologist office. Yeah, so it's Periwinkle that exhibits a sprightly, joyous attitude that encourages creativity and imaginative expression. Not sure about that. Can I just say Go on. that last year when it was Microsoft Blue, mm. we poo-pooed it and it was sort of everywhere this year. Yeah, yeah. These things, that, that's know, why I brought it up. It's going to be every makeup trend. And every year we hate it. And then every year we're like, yeah, I bought this In My Moods blue jumper and my In My Moods shots and my In My Moods this. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's described as a dynamic periwinkle blue with a vivifying violet red undertone. So they've said it's a very warm periwinkle blue and that's what makes it unique. I don't see a lot of red in it. Personally. There is not a lot of red in that. It's not the bluest of blue, but it's certainly not got a lot of red. Well, if it had more red, it would be purple. Uh, apparently also you said last year's color was Microsoft blue and it fucking wasn't. It was ultimate gray. Oh, Jesus. We were obviously... That was that's about the mood for twenty twenty one. It certainly was. Too right, grey AF. Too right, Panettone. Okay, that's it for beauty news. Great, Panettone. I have a bone to pick mm-hmm. that I wanted to bring to the podcast. I've been seeing a lot of this beauty brand, Euphoria. Yeah, get Euphoria. Yeah, on the Instagrams, and the key product that everyone's popping on their lips and popping on their cheeks mm-hmm. is this color-changing blush. The people froth it. People. They absolutely froth it. It goes on clear and it adjusts to your, pH. to your perfect skin tone. Except for you, in which it gives you perfect granny lips. And perfect granny cheeks. <laughs> That's not why I have a bone to pick with it. Okay. I have a bone to pick with that fucking concept in general. Okay, yeah. I don't want the Smashbox... Orgasm gloss. gloss or O gloss yeah. or whatever it was called. I don't want frog prints. You don't want Hello Sailor. No. They are all trash. People love them. Do you know what? Even the Dior lip balms do that to some yep. degree. Yep. People absolutely love it. People are so pissed that Lipstick Queen isn't available anymore. My mum loves a frog print. Actually, I think she likes Hello Sailor better because she likes more of a movie tone. Do you know what? The thing I at least liked about Lipstick Queen is that they did that trend in so many tones that you could pick the undertone to some degree. Mm. So frog prints was a green, which went like a true kind of ready pink, but then they did Hello Sailor, which was a blue. So if you mm. wanted something that was more movie and went less pink, you had options. Yeah. Whereas when they're like the clear to something, oh God, you can't predict what's going to come out. Yeah. So I need, now I need to find this. Oh, so I wanted to look into it. I was like, what is this thing? And 
help me truly understand it because that they tout it as the mood ring of the beauty world. You know, oh, yeah. it's, it's going to tell you exactly who you are on the inside and out, and it's your mm. it's your co-star astrology reading. But it's not. It's an ingredient called Red Twenty Seven, which is a dye that the FDA says is safe in drugs and cosmetics, but don't use it near your eyes. Mm-hmm. So that's good to know. Apparently, this formulation of dye allows the pigment to be colorless when dissolved in a waterless base, so a waxy or oil-based yeah. substance. And then when it is exposed to moisture, it turns a bright pinkish red. Mm-hmm. So, yes, it's kind of reacting to your skin's pH. Mm. And it's kind of giving you a unique tone but Mm. all it's doing is showing your natural lip or cheek color through which is what makes it unique person to person it's not actually different on you because of your unique skin's unique ph which is also the way all makeup looks on individual skin tones (laughs) bang on so stop wearing the garish pink product that stains your lips and face because we all know that pigment does stain a little bit as well. I think that that is kind of maybe the benefit Is that of the it. allure? Yeah. Oh. Uh, kind of. You hate it, don't you? I Do you not hate it as much as I do? I really like it really has got my goat this week. I know that people froth it so hard. So I can appreciate it, but I don't love the reinventing the wheel. Like, let's not pretend it's new. It's been happening since, like, the 80s. Mm. But I do understand the joy people find of a semi-staining makeup. That's fine. There are so many beautiful staining makeups in the world. It's that shade of pink, I think, that sends me. Mm -hmm. Fair enough. Okay. You're going to have made some enemies here. I know I will have. Fight me. I'm ready to fight you. (laughs) Show me how unique it looks on your face. That's all I want to know. (laughs) I'm going to compile a collage of everyone who sends me a photo of them wearing one of those products and we can dissect whether or not it looks different on everyone. (laughs) That's so mean of me. The next thing I wanted to talk about was the fact that La Nina's fucking our skin. Oh, it's fucking it. I thought it was looking after it. No. Then why did you write that in the notes? No, I wrote La Nina as in how to look after our skin, not... La Nina's looking after our skin. (laughs) Well, this weather. Mm. So I couldn't sleep one night this week, probably the night that we didn't buy a house. And I went to the toilet at three o'clock in the morning and I went on news.com.au because sometimes I like to do that because when I wake up in the middle of the night, I think, is the world ending? Yeah. Is that why I'm awake? So Mm -hmm. I check the news (laughs) to be sure. And there was an article at three o'clock in the morning about the fact that La Nina is causing a lot of people to have um, worsened skin issues. So like people having dermatitis flare ups and eczema flare ups and reportedly, apparently a lot of people's heels are very cracked at the moment. <gasps> it's and definitely thought, the La Nina and not me. I thought, is that why my heels have fallen apart? Why? Why is it? I would have thought that the humidity would be helping us out. Apparently particularly cold nights for this time of oh, year yeah. and particularly hot days. And so it's just our skin's um, like so thrown off kilter. Mm-hmm. Doesn't know what to do. Interesting. It has been cold at night. I know. And it has been warm in the day. <laughs> I know. And my heels have been cracked. <laughs> I know. So mm. what can we do to look after our skin is what I wanted to ask you, Lisa. Well, I think it's time to discuss and go back a little bit on slugging light. 
Oh, we're going to slug light. We're going to slug light. We're going to use like our La Clinica Essentials Moisturizer or the Josh Rosebrook thick ass cream thing. It's time oh, to rip. The mask balm yeah, cream. Yeah, it's time to whip out your barrier creams. Mm-hmm. To really lock in that hydration while you're there, slap some on your heels as well. Good planning. Perhaps you need a humidifier in the night. Oh. And you can keep that until you go into summer as well and it's warm in the night because it's good for the air con. Exactly. Yeah. Mm. Then when you've got the hair. The hair con. The hair con on. Um, you can really balance out that moisture depletion. So I think it's really time to... Not quite lean into summer skincare, lighter textures, mm. but at night still really nourishing and preventing that moisture loss. Losh. Mm. Moisture loss. So we can still do light textures during the day if we're feeling yeah. a little bit like claggy and humid. Mm. And then we go heavy at night. Mm-hmm. I've got it. And then I also think perhaps you may not be a huge morning cleanser typically. Mm, but you're going to need to But be. now's the time because you are having that real dis- discrepancy between what you're using at night and what you're using in the morning mm. perfect great thank you for that so I want to oh and maybe also if you've got cracked heels just take some ahjs to them get a oh, hell yeah get your milky foot in now before summer really no, comes around I, you it's too late to milky foot i don't know who needs to hear it but you i need late to hear to it because i bought foot. one you cannot you cannot alex you cannot it almost ruined my life. <laughs> Adrian said it divorced I, me if I don't wear socks permanently when I do it. I hated myself. My house was covered in foot. My bed? My self-esteem was down the toilet. But if I do it now, mm-hmm. I'll get your hens. Like, but I'll st- They won't have reached critical mass. They won't have even started by your hens now. No, you need to do it. Yeah, they'll just be dry. Like, yeah, that's fine. Oh, but you'll fuck up your fake tan. True. Do it the morning after my hands. They'll right. start peeling by Christmas. <laughs> that's bad. Then I want them to be. I want them to be fresh between the weeks of Christmas and New Year's. Well, for my holidays, my hot girl summer break, mm. I need to have perfect heels. Well, okay, can't. Got it. What's your beauty fave this week? When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Dang, these products are so good. What's the deal? My beauty fave this week is the Patrick Tarr Major Brow Lamination Gel. Wow, that's a blind side and a half. Yeah, thank you so much. Now... I've been using the Refry brow gel for quite some time. I really like it. I've talked about how it's very moussey. I prefer that to soap brows because it doesn't 
stick them to my skin. It creates like texture, but good hold. Okay. However, Refi is a little inconsistent in that about once every 14 times I use it, I'll look in the mirror and I have white snow in my ah, eyebrows. Okay. And so it has been my concern in that what if the day of my wedding is the snow day? <laughs> no one wants a snow day on their wedding day. Oh, no. Not in any sense of the word. And not in summer. Hell no. So I've talked about this with Elizabeth Makeup Artist and she agrees. She's like, every time I use it, I get snow brows. And I'm like, oh, no, no, see, I'm sort of being gaslit by it because it's so inconsistent. Are you doing the brush through after? Because you know how you meant to mm. brush on the product and then like use the other side to really comb it through? Are you doing that? I've never used the brush that is attached to the Refi Brow Gel. Yeah. One, I find it doesn't actually separate my hairs well enough to like comb through the brows to start with. Mm. And two... It then just harbors all of the product. So if you were then to use it a second time after that, it's like covered in snow. So I don't like that. Mm -hmm. So what I do is I brush my brows with a separate spoolie first because I don't find that I can go straight in with the refiral and end up with too much product if I'm using that to brush through. So I brush through with that and then I use my fingers to like smush smush them into my face. Can I borrow it for your hands? I might get Mm. snow brows, but can I try it? Well, it's it's. The odds are that you won't get snow brows, but you may get snow brows, and that is what's stressful. But I'll know within, what, 20 minutes of applying it once it's dry? No, blindside in the middle of the day. Oh, no. And then you've just got to flick them out. So I thought I'll try the uh, Patrick Char one because the Anna Edit, thank God, is back on the internet, and she liked the Refi one. But she said that she likes this one. It's a thinner texture. It's similar to what we know in terms of like my old favorite, the Anastasia mm. brow gel. It's got like a little silicone wand. And so I absolutely must comb through with a normal spoolie first because that is not enough like groomability to get through. But I really like it. I find it doesn't go crusty. It's got good hold. Mm. They feel almost like hairsprayed in that they are crispy, but not like uncomfortable. Yeah. Really enjoy, and it does help that I have a brow lamp at the moment because mm. what I like about the Refi is the fact that it's moussey. It really, you do have like some drag mm. through the brow, whereas the type of spoolie on this and the lightweight texture, I don't reckon you have as much drag. So you've kind of got to style them in place first and then set them, and then set them with that. Yeah. But I really like it. It's nice and thin on the brows. Great potential 2021 brow fave. Yeah, really nice. late contender. Oh, what's your beauty fave? I have two, a soft one, which is the fact that I dyed my hair last week. It was ages ago. It was before Friendsgiving. It was the day of Friendsgiving. I forgot to talk about it in last week's podcast, though, which is was a mistrick. So that's my Stunning. beauty Stunning. Also my beauty fave. You would never know, but also just beautiful sun-kissed baby lights that are perfectly ashy. Yeah, just a, just a little oh. kiss of lights. And my other beauty fave this week is the flower bed nail stickers. Soft fave for me, too. Yeah. I find them very difficult to apply on yourself. In fact, they're quite difficult to apply on others as well. Mm. I find if you're going to do it with a friend like I did with Lisa, go the top, the double tweezer technique because mm. they will stick to your fingers or they'll stick too much to the tweezer and your fingers are too large and stubby to like yeah, yeah, yeah. do what you need them to do. Be dexterous, you know? It's exactly like when you're trying to apply a pair of false eyelashes or individual lashes when the tweezers that you're using have a tiny bit of glue from the packet on them and so do the lashes and then it's like glue on glue on glue and they just keep going towards each other and they're also the shortest lashes in the box oh yeah they're the the minis that you have to buy separately nightmare 
I wonder if, and it just came to me, if like a cuticle orange stick would yeah. be a bloody godsend there. So you've got tweezers that you need to keep like wiping off so that they don't get sticky. And then you come along with either one of those tiny Muji cotton buds or a cuticle stick. Just something really dry. And dense to like, yeah. Yeah. Get it off the tweezer, which is the biggest issue. Yes. yes I like it. Anyway, they're very fun. I bought two sets using my Sephora VIB points mm-hmm. or whatever they're called. Just my points. They, they might still be available in store at Sephora because that's where I picked up my second set. And they cost me, what, 300 points, which is technically $300 <gasps> twice. So I spent $600 <laughs> on two sheets of nail stickers and it was worth every, every penny. Cent. Because I saved my points for so long because they've always got such crap, mm. tiny gifts mm. that I'm not into. And when I saw these, I was like, oh, heck yeah, I'm getting two packets. Yeah, so fun. So I I've really got like. enough for life. Actually, it's not a helmet. It's a hairnet. It has extra room so you don't mess up your hairdo. What's your non-beauty fave this week? My non-beauty fave is the Fujifilm Instax Share SP3 printer. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. I got this for Brenton for his advent calendar. It's the best. It's a Polaroid printer. The one that I got, I was specifically after a square one because I wanted traditional Polaroid photos. And the best thing about it is that You can print whatever Polaroid photo you want instead of having to try and get good ones. They're always overexposed or weird lighting on the Polaroid cameras. Also, all the Polaroid cameras these days are like little portrait modes instead of squares. And we've always said, or Brenton kind of wanted a Polaroid of every foster dog that we've had, which we didn't start. So then we had to like backdate. And the only way to do that is to print them out and when you're taking photos of dogs, yeah. you really need to have the photo and then print it as opposed to wasting an entire roll on $36 <laughs> snapping photos of a moving blurry dog. So <laughs> I actually printed them out and put them on my Christmas tree and it's so cute. It's really cute. Yeah. I love them. It's How much did it cost? Idea. Can I ask? I'm sure um, people will Google it. But. Yeah. I got mine off Amazon and, oh, did I pay that much? <laughs> okay. It was $197.95. Oh, and then, like, the films are $30 for 20 packs and $16.99 for a 10-pack. So definitely just buy in bulk. Mm. I think I bought a 40-pack for film. But I also think it's a really good idea because you know how a lot of people buy or rent or get friends to, like, pull together their Polaroid cameras for weddings? Mm. Why not just have the photos that people take and then just, like, print them off as favours and stuff? I just think it's so useful to be able to use already good photos. Yeah, 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 yeah. I like it. I'm... Mm. We've been thinking about getting a Polaroid camera as well, so maybe we'll go down that path too. Mm-hmm. I, and you're right. I like the square image idea. Yeah. Huh. Nice. What's your non-beauty fave? My non-beauty fave this week is a little bit of a random one, and it's also a bit of a non-beauty fave that I stole from someone else's podcast, mm. which was the Mamma Mia podcast. It's an episode of Dax Shepard's podcast, mm-hmm. Armchair Expert, Armchair Expert yeah. with Bradley Cooper. Mm. And the reason that I liked – you can only listen to it on Spotify – they don't have as many episodes in the Apple podcast app. It's one of those ones, like Weird. Brene Brown's podcast. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, the reason I really liked this episode is because Bradley Cooper and Dax Shepard are best friends and have been since they Aww. started their like acting careers. I had no idea. And it's very similar to the relationship between like Turk and JD in that they're both, they'd both describe themselves as lovers. Mm-hmm. And so they've got such an emotional connection with, with each other as best friends. And they talk about 
the highs and lows of their friendship and when, you know, Bradley Cooper kind of really skyrocketed into fame that Dax Shepard felt a little bit like he wasn't needed anymore mm-hmm. because Bradley had like all of these other friends and then um, Dax and Bradley both had children and they realized that they really needed each other sort of back in their lives Aww. as much as they had in the past. And it's really a really lovely just conversation between two friends. Mm-hmm. And I also really liked that Bradley Cooper is actually really normal, mm-hmm. humble down-to-earth kind of guy and Dax always mentions throughout the podcast how he's really talented he's like if someone said to me that Bradley's next movie was um gonna star him flying a jet plane he and because Bradley always had that skill he would go oh yeah I of course he always had that skill as Bradley Cooper like he's just talented in every way so yeah it's just a good a good easy listen it actually goes for like an hour and a half but they they keep you they keep you interested so I do recommend interesting Hmm. Have you watched this week's episode of Survivor on another note? I haven't yet. No, <gasps> no, no. I've got two to catch up on. Okay. Behind. All right. A soft on beauty fave for me is this week's episode of Survivor. There is a really good tribal council oh. that sort of talks no about. Spoilers. No, no, no. No spoilers. But it talks about like 2021, the new Survivor. There's some discussion of race on there. And oh. it was just. I can see why. Okay. So good. I was crying watching it shit it was just a really good episode and it just she's getting teary like wet eyes talking about it i just loved it i fucking love survivor and i love this new age survivor where you're seeing like a micro world and like the dynamics of Mm. the world play out in the game and for those who don't know this season of survivor they've said that 50 percent of the cast will be black indigenous or people of color yeah it was just great. Oh, I can't wait to watch it now. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to do it when I get home. Got to catch up. Going to stay up late. <laughs> yes. Just took it to my veins. And what's your snack this week? My snack of the week is the Natural Chip Company Honey Soy Chicken Chips. I started them last week. How have they lasted you a week? They haven't. Oh, I finished them very early in the week. Oh, good. So delicious. They're gluten-free, so it must be like tamari. They are not onion and garlic-free, but... No. I tend to eat them in small enough portions that it doesn't matter too much. It's no chimichurri, I'll give you that. Oh, no. Nothing is chimichurri. They're so yummy. They're so Mm. savoury and delightful. They were good. I did enjoy them. I I never go a honey soy chip, but I'll happily eat it if it's at someone else's house. I mean, I'd never turn down any chip. Of course. I've met you. (laughs) I really like the honey soy chicken from... Red Rock Deli. Red Rock Deli. But they, like, make me so, like, they make your mouth taste all weird and they're, they like, do. so gassy inside. Whereas these are a crinkle cut version. We know I love a crinkle cut. They're also a little bit more barbecue-y than... Yes. Mm. Yes. But for that reason, I don't find they give me as, like, fuzzy, weird mouth and, like, bubbling bowels. So yeah. very much enjoy. Bubbling bowels. I like that. What's your snack? My snack this week is a homemade snack. It is <laughs> lemon curd. Oh, yes. Why were you making that? I we did a friends giving little gift swap with yep. my girlfriends and we said we'd do something small and we'd potentially do we it was open to craft ideas because Ella and her mother make onion jam every single year. It's like a family tradition that they make like 60 batches worth of onion jam. Aww. I think she said they they use 6 kilos worth of onions or something insane like that. Imagine cutting them. I hope they're contacts wearers. They have Onion cutting goggles. Oh my god. Purely for the occasion. Yeah. Okay. And so I made lemon curd for the girls. And I've been spooning it from the jar like Nutella Yum. all week. Because it's just the perfect it's 
it's like Nutella when you just need a sweet mm-hmm. treat. Mm-hmm. And so you have a little spoonful. Oh, I want to put that on like porridge. Yum. Yep. The girls were like, what do I eat it on? I was like, tea cake or mm. pancakes or mm. crumpets. Or you can literally put it on anything. Crumpets. Imagine like a Christmas morning or Boxing Day or Christmas Eve. Like oh. get some expensive like Dr. Marty's or Pepisea crumpets. Mm. With lemon curd. Yummy butter, lemon curd. Oh my God, my foot's gone to sleep and I feel absolutely sick. Oh my God. <laughs> you know, when it goes too far, it's gone too far. Stand Alex. up. Stand up. Jesus Christ. All right. That's it for this week's episode. On that note, Lisa's foot died. Time to tap out. Yep. Anyway, we've asked you to contact us about a lot of things today and we're yep. probably both still hungover, but please contact us about a lot of things. What are they contacting us about? To check if I'm alive. Yep. Whether or not you like those pink lipsticks oh, and yeah. blushes that change yep. colour with your pH to make your own unique colour. Also, any um, deep thoughts of how much you've loved us this year, uh, also <laughs> welcome. Don't forget them. Don't forget them. All right. Have a great week, guys. We'll see you on Wednesday to discuss our product trial, which is maybe a hot contender for eyeshadow primer of the year. Ooh. You'll have to tune in on Wednesday. Bye. Bye. The biggest names in tennis are coming to Paris for the most anticipated Roland Garros in years. Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV live in HD. Experience three weeks of unparalleled tournament access as the world's top players in tennis face off against each other. Will the veteran champions continue their dominance or will a fresh face emerge to challenge their legacy on the clay courts? Daily live coverage of this epic showdown begins Monday, May 20th. Don't miss a matchup. Stream it now with Tennis Channel Plus to be there when it happens. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.